Well, hello. Welcome to Come Out From Discouragement. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. I am a mental wellness well-being coach with Think Right About You. I invite you to visit our website at www.thinkrightaboutyou.com. It's good to be back. I'm glad you're here with me. I want to thank you for your support and being a listener and a member of this community. As always, we invite you to share the podcast, invite a friend, tell them about the book, Come Out From Discouragement, and join us. If this is your first time, please go back and listen to the previous episodes so you can get caught up to where we are. It is a blessing and a privilege to be able to speak into your lives, one that I do not take for granted. So here we are again. Last week, we talked about indeed and being free indeed, indeed freedom. And what a blessing that was. I did kind of a brief after show to let you know what happened during the recording where we had the two uh, spotted birds show up on the window sill and they came just almost as if they were listening to the podcast. And uh, it was a really powerful moment that I couldn't share while I was recording because I was taking it all in as it was happening. So you'll have to go back and listen to that if you hadn't heard it. For our new listeners, I just want to remind you that come out from discouragement, embracing your identity as God's daughter of day is based on a book that was inspired by 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5. And when I got the idea and the unction to write the book, Uh, the Holy Spirit began to remind me that we are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or darkness and discouragement is a dark place and we are not called to stay in dark places. We may pass through dark places with the light of God illuminating through us to bring others out of the darkness, but we don't belong to the dark. The dark does not have any ownership rights out of our, uh, over our lives. And so this podcast is inspired based on the book, but as an opportunity for life and encouragement to be spoken into you, no matter where you're at. Uh, you may not be stuck in discouragement and need to come out. You may be experiencing moments of discouragement, or you may want to be proactive and stay out of discouragement. However, um, the message I think is far reaching to anyone who knows and, and wants to walk as a child of God and fulfill purpose and get unstuck and embrace who they are called to be in Christ. And so I am really excited to share with you on this episode. Last week, we talked about our freedom and I pray that that was a blessing for you. We strayed a little bit from the book as far as going chapter by chapter, although last week was a big part of coming out from discouragement. But today we are in chapter four, and this was one of my favorite chapters to write and to receive the inspiration from the Lord as he 
uh, really pinned this chapter through me as it was my prayer that he did with each one. And chapter four is entitled, Put On Your Lip Stick. And that's L-I-P dash S-T-I-C-K. With each chapter, there is a prophetic love note that I really prayed and sought the Lord for. And in chapter four, I do want to share that prophetic message or love note from the father with you. And it says, I have given you lips to form in praise. Praise is an indicator to let me know you believe me in advance for your blessings. Your praise is music to my ears and puts confidence in my heart of your reliance on me. I am seeking people who understand the power of praise and the importance of consistency in my presence. I thought that was so powerful to know that the Lord finds confidence. Now we know he is the confident of all confident. He knows there's nothing he can't do. He knows with him, all things are possible. But even in that, He loves to hear our praise because it lets him know that we trust him. You know, you can be all that in a bag of chips, but it means something when someone tells you, when someone reminds you of your power, of your capability, of your intelligence. And the Lord loves to hear our praise because it lets him know that we know who he is, and what he is capable of doing. And so the scripture is Psalm 34 and 1. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always, and I want to repeat that, his praise will always be on my lips. And so it's interesting that women spend billions of dollars in the makeup industry. It is a thriving industry that promises to give us beauty and make us irresistibly attractive. And I always say there's absolutely nothing wrong with wearing makeup, but I do feel personally that it's a good practice to just embrace that natural you from time to time without any enhancers. But when we do put on lipstick, I've heard a lot of uh, women say lipstick gives a pop of color. Uh, Lipstick brings just a, it's like a pick me up. um, And it brings just a little bit of refreshing to our look. But the lipstick that I'm talking about will enhance your spiritual life, which will in turn improve your overall experience. This lipstick is your praise. And the message in this chapter is if you want to come out from discouragement, keep praise stuck on your lips. You can put it on as a pop of life. It's a pop of inspiration. It is a pick me up because it reminds us of who God is. And so it's really a necessity when we praise, whether it's in the middle of a tough day, it does bring a refreshing. And 
when you praise, it has a pulling effect because praise pulls you out from discouragement. Our lips are so important. The fruit of our lips, what we speak from our mouths, what we declare and decree. The Bible says, and I believe it's Proverbs 18 and 21, that the power of life and death is in our tongues. And so the enemy, he's drawn to our lips because he wants to control our words. He wants us to speak death and not life. But if we keep this spiritual lipstick on at all times, we will put ourselves in a protective place where we are constantly exalting and extolling our God and the enemy of our soul cannot stand to hear the sound of praise. Praise is a reflection of what we've seen and experienced the Lord do. And so what I want to challenge you to do even right now, so I just want you to take a moment because our memories are anointed to bring praise. And I want you to think about the last time the Lord pulled you out of a difficult situation. I want you to think about the last time you had to just say, thank you, Lord, because of what you saw him do in a situation. Take a moment and think about that. Now, some of you may have to go back further, farther than others, but if you're struggling to think of that last time, I want you to go back to last night because last night the Lord pulled you through an unconscious state of sleep. He woke you up this morning. He gave us the grace and mercy of a brand new day, of another opportunity to fulfill the scripture that says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Memory is very important to go back and say, Lord, I just want to thank you for all that you've done. And when we consistently remember God's goodness, that will result in praise. So you have to always keep praise on your lips and take it with you wherever you go. If you like to refresh your lipstick in the natural, then you always have a tube with you. And we never know what we're going to face in the day, but we want to be prepared to apply our lipstick because our lips are going to be stuck with praise. Um, the best part about praise is it's most powerful when you apply it to a situation that does not appear praiseworthy. That's when you need praise the most. God loves it when we praise him at a time when it doesn't look like he's going to pull you out. But when you begin to praise when you're in a rough spot, it tells God that I trust you enough to thank you in advance. Praise is multi-dimensional multi when it comes to the timing of it. We can praise God simultaneously for the past, for the present, 
and for the future. The timeline of our praise can be um, ongoing. It can be infinite. It doesn't just have to be for yesterday or for this moment, but it can be for all time at one time. But one component of praise is thanking God in advance. In life, we do not often thank people in advance. We usually send a thank you note after the fact, after they've given us the gift, after they've done something nice for us, then we say thank you. But praise tells God that I trust you enough to praise you in everything, in every time frame, for yesterday, for today, and for tomorrow, for what you have not even done yet. When someone gives us a check, and I know checks are not as popular as they used to be, but a check says the money is here. You can't spend this check until you go deposit it. And then it becomes the cash that you have access to. But when, and and we don't know if that person, that company has the funds that they've written out on this check to the order of us. They've written this check to give to us, but until we deposit it, it's on faith, right? We are believing that this check is worth the amount that it's written for. But what I wanna tell you today is that God's checks never bounce. (laughs) They always have sufficient funds. And we don't have to wait until we quote unquote, put it in the bank. But when he says that it's done, we can begin to praise him and know that he is good for it. See, everybody who writes you a check, everyone who makes you a promise may not be good for that promise, but we can take what God says in his word to the bank. So it just reminds me when we praise in advance, we know the funds, we know what we need, the tangible healing, the prosperity, the provision. We know it's already there and available because God has an endless supply of what we need. And so we can praise him kind of on credit, right? Knowing that he can provide what he says he can provide and we don't have to question it. So we can thank him ahead of time. When you think about that, we usually thank people after they've done something, but praise is powerful before he does it and it's powerful after he does it. And it's just as necessary as we remember what he's doing in the moment. So our praise is past, present, and future. Praising God increases our spiritual sight and our perspective changes. You know, there's a story in the Bible about a man named Bartimaeus who was on the side of the road, and he heard that Jesus was coming down the road. And Bartimaeus was blind, and he couldn't see But when he heard 
that Jesus was about to pass him, he began to cry out, almost saying, Lord, come and see about me. He began to cry out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And his call out, his cry out, got Jesus's attention. And he came and he saw about him. The blind man's praise invited Jesus to come into his situation and heal him. God not only Uh, The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. That means he rests in them. He lives in our praises. When we praise him, we invite him to have a seat in our lives because we are drawing him in when we call him by his name and his ability. So when we say, Lord, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, the God of my provision, that pulls him in to say, what do you need? I am here. I am provision. When we praise and say, God, I thank you in advance. I thank you for how you've healed me in the past. I thank you for how you're healing me right now. And I thank you for the healing that is coming. We are calling him Jehovah Rohi, and we're calling him to sit down in our lives and visit with us as the healer. And when Bartimaeus called him over, Jesus became what he needed, which was his sight. He wanted to see. And Jesus made it so easy. He said, because you've believed, here's your sight. He wasn't trying to hold it back from him. Um, Bartimaeus didn't have to get on the ground and roll around and beg and plead. He just cried out for God. And so I believe that today God wants to restore our spiritual sight through our praise so that we can see him clearly for who he is. And if we put this lipstick, this spiritual lipstick on and begin to call him who we need him to be, when we begin to thank him for what he's already been in our lives, we welcome him. Praise puts a welcome sign on your life. And it says, God, you are welcome here. So it's so important to spend time lifting accolades to God so that you can receive new vision. When you feel like you cannot see your way, instead of allowing discouragement to come in, begin to cry out to God, begin to praise him, begin to say, God, come, God, come and see about me because I know that you are everything that I need. You can fix any problem that I have. And so when he comes, he will help us to see the situation through spiritual sight. When we look at things through the natural, we will see that they could be falling apart. You don't know how you're going to cash the check or get the check that you need. You don't know how you're going to have the provision, how you're going to keep going in the heaviness, how you're going to endure the burden that you're going through. But when you cry out to God, he will help you when you praise him with the fruit of your lips, 
he will begin to show you what you need to see. Have you ever held maybe an event or a birthday party or a baby shower, or you've invited people out somewhere, but you need them to RSVP? You need to know that they're going to show up, that they're going to be where you have invited them to come. Bartimaeus invited Jesus to come into his situation because he knew Jesus would show up. There was something in him on the side of the road that said, I know the Lord will not pass me by if I cry out to him as my healer, if I praise him by welcoming him into my situation. That's a praise when we welcome God. It says, I trust your strength. And even when others try to get him to be quiet and they try to shush him because they didn't believe either that Jesus wanted to be bothered with him or they had given up hope that he would ever be able to see again, he continued to cry out because he believed the Lord was going to show up. When we praise God, we give him an invitation to come into our situation and we can trust that he's going to show up. He gives us an RSVP. When you invite the Lord into your difficult situation with your praise, he's going to RSVP. I remember when my husband and I got married over 20 years ago. Back then, you know, we didn't have a lot of, well, we didn't have any of the social media. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we did the paper invitation. I'm, you know, I'm assuming people still do that. Wasn't as fancy, but you mailed it out, you know, and you gave them the date of your wedding and what time it was going to be. And then if there was a, we had a reception and we needed to know how many people to prepare for. And so we put that little RSVP card. We even put an envelope with a stamp and all people had to do was go and drop it in the mail. Nowadays, a lot of people invite people to their wedding <clears throat> over a website or, you know, there's just a link that you uh, respond to. But back then, I know it was difficult to get people to RSVP. The stamp was already there. All they had to do was mail it back. But thank God we don't have to wait on God to see if he's going to show up or not. And his RSVP stands for restoring, sustaining, validating, and preparing. When God responds with his RSVP, you can trust him that he's going to come into your situation to restore, to sustain, to validate, and to prepare you. When you praise the Lord in good times and in bad, he restores you. Throughout your day, when you're dealing with a difficult situation, you can lose focus on God and begin to focus on the circumstance. What praise does is it heightens your awareness past what you see, and it heightens your awareness of God and his goodness. See, if you're just looking at everything going around, going on around you, you can become sensitive to that. 
oh my gosh, how, look at this, how am I going to pay this bill? But praise heightens your awareness that God has more than enough in his uh, resources and that he can add everything unto you that you need. The Bible says daily he will load you with benefits. It says that we can trust God that he, in his righteousness, that he can provide everything that we need. And so when your joy starts to diminish, you need a moment to refuel. Put that praise on your lips. The Lord will respond to your recognition of his goodness with replenishment. He'll give you and restore your joy. He'll give you the strength that you need. He'll give you the hope that you need when the mistreatment that you're enduring in life begins to deplete you. Praise allows God to pour vitality back into you. He is a restorer. And so his response and his RSVP that says, Michelle, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. Darla, I'm going to show up. The next thing he does, Mary, I'm going to show up. He will sustain you. When he sustains you, he allows you to continue to stand under the pressure. He will re-energize you. He lends you his strength. His strength is made perfect in your weakness when you don't think you can get through. His strength comes in through praise. Then he will validate. I love it when the Lord validates in prayer, he in, in praise and in prayer, but in praise, he will validate you as a believer because your praise is telling him that you trust him enough to praise him consistently through any situation. Your praise doesn't prove God. Your praise proves you. It proves that you appreciate the Lord enough to show him, God, I praise you because I belong to you. I praise you because I trust you to be my defender. You reinforce through your praise that the Lord is your redeemer. He can take any situation and bring you out of it. And then the P, your praise is actually preparing you for what's ahead. While you're praising God, he's preparing you for what you're going to walk through. He's preparing you for the difficult moments and for the dynamic opportunities that are coming your way. When you praise, you're saying, God, I'm comfortable declaring the power of who you are when I feel powerless. Isn't that something? God's RSVP allows him to restore, sustain, validate, and prepare. A daughter of day is aware that every day may not be great, but God is. And so your praise is a custom fit. We each express our praise differently. It's almost like a certain shade of lipstick may not bring out my beauty as much as it would on someone else. Uh, it could be based on our skin tone, but the tone of our praise is so unique 
that God recognizes each of our voices, even if we're praising in a group, our tone is unique to who we are. And so the Bible says in Psalm 33 and 1, sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise fits us. And the way we praise is perfect for us. So however you praise the Lord, You've been fitted with that praise and it fits you and it speaks to God and it says to him what you need to communicate to him. So I want to challenge you to keep your lips stuck to praise. Now, there are going to be times when praising may be a little more difficult than others, but we can intentionally praise And then it will become our automated response. For some of us, it may be more comfortable. We might be at that place where our first thought is, let me praise God in the midst of this. For others, we may have to practice. It's okay to practice praise because we have to have an intention behind it. Because our flesh is going to look at the natural and it's going to want to talk about what's going on as opposed to who our God is. We're all going to have moments where we may want to complain instead of praise. But I want to remind you that complaining is unsustaining. If a part of God's RSVP to your praise is that he sustains, if we complain, it will unsustain. It will not sustain us. Complaining won't keep you. Complaining won't strengthen you. Complaining won't open your spiritual eyes. If Bartimaeus would have stood there and complained about not being able to see, he would have missed his opportunity for Jesus to come over to him and heal him. But because he cried out to Jesus, it says, I know who you are. I know you are a healer. And I'm asking you for that mercy and that grace because of your greatness. And that welcomed Jesus to come over and inhabit his space. And the thing about praise is that even if we're around a lot of doubters and negativity and people are trying to push us back and say, don't believe you should give up. You're never going to be anything. When we praise God, God inhabits our space, no matter who's around us, no matter the doubt that we're experiencing or the doubts of others, because praise exalts God higher than the problem than that we're uh, then we're dealing with. Amen. It it exalts the father higher than our fear. It exalts the father higher than our failure. So I want to encourage you when you feel like complaining, say, no, no, I'm going to put my lipstick on. I'm going to keep praise stuck to my lips. Praise will purify your thoughts because it turns you toward what is right and what is perfect and what is true. What does that sound like? That's Philippians 4 and 8. The Bible encourages us to meditate on the truth, what is right what is pure, what is lovely and praiseworthy. And who is that? 
who is right and pure and lovely and praiseworthy? It's God. And that's why we want to keep praise stuck to our lips. Amen. Are you still thinking about the goodness of the Lord even waking you up this morning? Are you ready to put praise in your wardrobe to make it a part of your preparation each day? Even when you put on your physical lipstick, begin to think about your spiritual lipstick. Even when you put on your clothes in the morning, begin to declare, I'm fitting myself with the praise that was tailor-made for me. God, today I'm going to praise you in a way that only I can. God, today I'm going to cry out to you with a unique tone, God, that you respond to in my cry of your goodness and your magnificence and your wonder and your power and your ability and your track record. God, I thank you that my account is not overdrawn. God, I'm never in the negative with you because you are more than enough. You will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Whatever deficit that I have in my life right now, my praise will unlock the overflow. My praise will unlock the abundance of who you are, God. I invite you into my space right now to sit down, oh God. My praise lets you know that I have a welcome sign to greet you so that you can inhabit, live in, dwell, never leave, never forsake me, always be with me, God. I praise you because you are the Alpha and you are the Omega. God, I praise you for the beginning of my life when you purposed me and formed me in my mother's womb and bought me into this world, God, to be able to meditate on your wondrous works, see you move in my life, God. And I thank you that you're the Omega, Lord. You're already at the end, God. Even the situation that I'm going through right now, you're already at the end of it. And your my praise is allowing your right hand to pull me out of this situation. So at the beginning of my day, God, before I eat fruit loops or a piece of fruit, God, the fruit of my lips is going to give you praise because you are the I am that I am. God, I thank you that because of you, I am God. And because you are, you provide everything that I need, Father. And so I'm going to keep praise stuck on my lips. I'm going to stay in the garment of praise. I'm going to allow it to cover me, Father. And when I am tempted to complain, I am going to meditate on your goodness, even from the breath that I took before, even the fact that you were able to pull me through a night's sleep and wake me up in the morning. Praise will not allow you to stay down. It is the the quicker picker upper. I know that's a slogan for something else, but praise. It really will. It will wipe away and contain, you know, that strong paper towel that is referred to as the quicker picker upper. When we wipe a spill 
it is able to pull all of it to itself and to hold it in there. And that's what God is. That's what praise is. It wipes up the pain and it reminds us that God can hold all of our burdens, that he won't, doesn't have to um, be a mess because he can wipe it up. The Bible says that he will wipe all of our tears away and he can hold that pain. We don't have to carry it. Praise releases that responsibility because it's reminding God of what he promises to do in your life. Praise has power. Lipstick should be on your lips. Sometimes you may need a refresher. You might have to reapply it. You know, sometimes when we put on lipstick, we have sometimes have to blot our lips. Sometimes we're going to have to blot and be quiet when we want to say something that we shouldn't. Put your lips together. Blot your lipstick and say, okay, I have lipstick on now. Let me praise again. And so... This chapter was so good to me. And even as I was writing this book, because I asked the Lord to speak through me and I just had the pen of a ready writer, it it ministered to me first. I still go back and read. And this was actually a chapter that I needed to reread so that I could be reminded of what he showed me. Because we're all going to have those moments where we get caught up in what's going on and we can't see the end. We can't see the good that could come out of it. So we have to remind ourselves that Romans 8 and 28 says that God will work all things out for good. And then we have to cry out to him for our sight, just like blind Bartimaeus. And we have to believe that God will open our eyes to see things the way he sees it, that he will RSVP to our praise. When we welcome him in as the king of kings, he's going to come in and do what a king does. He's going to come in and use the authority of the king. And so trust God that when you praise, especially when you don't feel like it, or when you apply it to a situation that doesn't seem praiseworthy, trust that he's going to RSVP. He heard you. He's coming. He's going to show up. Hi, you're not going to get there. And his seat is going to be empty. He's still on the throne. And he's going to restore, sustain, validate, and prepare. I pray that you have the opportunity to read chapter four. There's a lot that we couldn't get to on the podcast, but I pray that the highlights blessed you. I also want to challenge you this week to set a watch to praise, uh, whether that's an actual watch or an alarm on your phone, a note uh, on your computer, a pop-up. I want to encourage you to do a midday praise, you know, praise him as often as you can keep your lipstick on, but let's be intentional to take five to 10 minutes this week. Whenever you're listening, I'm going to say 12 noon, but you ask the Lord what time he would like to 
inhabit your praise and set a watch to do that. And let's let's intentionally praise God together. Um, let's create that um, habit. Remember, if we have to blot when we want to complain or we want to speak negatively because we want to be careful, especially as you're coming out of discouragement or trying to uh, walk in the authority not to be discouraged. You have to speak life to your situation. You don't want to curse your situation. Um, and so we want to line up with that scripture, Proverbs 18 and 21, that the power of life and death is in our tongue. So blot, put your lips together when you need to think before you speak. All right. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you as it was to me to oops I dropped my keys on the floor um to uh it was a blessing for me to encourage you so I hope you feel encouraged father we just thank you that the fruit of our lips should be praised god that you've given us the ability to honor you, to adore you, to just be mesmerized by who you are, what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. And we thank you that praise pulls you into our situation. Father, today we welcome you to inhabit our praises, God. Holy Spirit, I ask you to remind us to praise, that when we want to complain, Father, that you would Tap us and let us know we don't have to get into negativity or discouragement because you're going to RSVP, God. We thank you for restoring, sustaining, validating, and preparing us, God. Thank you that you always show up. As we go into this week of intentional praise, Father, we bless you in advance. We're going to put our lipstick on, God, the best brand. God, and we are going to be your fire brand. God, there are many brands of lipstick out there, but this lipstick is everlasting. God, it's what we're going to do for eternity. And as fire brands, as we keep praise stuck to our lips, God, it's going to burn up everything that's not like you. It's going to burn up the enemy and every plot ploy and plan that he has against us, God. So God, we thank you that our lips are going to be stuck to praise because you are who you are. There's no check that you can't cash. We're never in deficit, God, and we thank you for being more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, I had a really good time. I hope you enjoyed I pray that you will share the podcast. Reach out via email, michellebrown1122 at gmail.com. Visit our website. And um, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, if you'd like to talk to me and uh, I can encourage and you can share if you want to testify, give your testimony. Um, 
Let's chat. This has really been a blessing and it is a blessed opportunity. We went a little long tonight. I always try to be mindful of that, uh, yet being open to the Lord, having his way. I pray that you are feeling the encouragement. Be blessed. Welcome to this quick motivational moment from Come Out From Discouragement with Michelle Brown. Today, I just wanted to share that when I woke up, I just heard the word limitations. And I just feel that the Lord is wanting you to know that it's time to remove the limitations off of your future as well as your now, off of your tomorrow, including your today. Take the lid off of your gifts, abilities, and the opportunities. Remove the lid off of even your expectations when it comes to money. God is about to move in some supernatural and unexpected ways that will change the way you view not only yourself, but his power within you. Trust God to do what only he can do. And when I say take the lid off, the lid is limiting ideas. Remove the limiting ideas, but better yet, it's limitations intimidating dreams. So God is saying remove the limitations intimidating dreams. There are some limitations that you have set on your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations. This is the season to move into unlimited thinking, unlimited possibilities, and unlimited expectations. I want to encourage you today as we end this month of July in this bonus motivational moment to take the lid off. Be blessed.